This is the Beer and Hymns Podcast, where we look at the stories and people behind the hymns we know and love, we consider what they mean to us today, and of course, we sing. This is episode 11 in the Sweet By and By. There's a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar, for the Father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore woo woo all right oh, welcome man, i love those yeah i miss i wish i had my washboard here if only you had it welcome to episode 11 of the beer and hymns podcast i'm mike tetralt i'm brian russell and special guest, I'm Megan Mills. Woo! <laughs> Megan in the house. Welcome, Megan. Megan's joining us at least for today. Maybe another episode. Who mm-hmm, knows? Mm-hmm. Just to hang out and to uh, add her beautiful voice yes. and commentary. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. You, I, I'm like stupid excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's super exciting indeed. Uh-huh. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, you know. Yeah. Um, Megan is uh, a devoted Beer and Hymns fan. Mm-hmm. You've been coming to sing at, at the brewery for. Long time. Long, I mean, long time. I'm not. I don't think my attendance like decades, record is decades. Is basically at Stan Hickman level, but uh-huh. it is close. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's Stan pretty good. is one of the one of our peeps. Shout out to Stan. Shout out to Stan. We know you're out there listening. <laughs> also, shout out to In the Sweet By and By, which we're looking at today. Brian, yes. what about this hymn? Can you tell us? Oh man! All right, setting the scene. Elkhorn, Wisconsin, in an apothecary. Okay. Pharmacist Stanford Fillmore Bennett, age 31, is working away, filling prescriptions and handling sales. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for the sound effects. Thank you. His friend, Joseph Webster, enters this door. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, Stanford, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Joseph. Joseph, a local musician, vocalist, violinist, and amateur composer who suffers from periods of depression. Oh, bummer. I mean... Sorry, Joseph. We're getting some recurring themes here. Tortured artist. Tortured artist, That's yeah. how they all are. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the two uh, guys, buddies, occasionally collaborated on hymns and songs, Stanford, Stanford writing, and Joseph doing the music. Okay. And on this particular day, Joseph was unusually blue, mm. and his face was long and then looking up, Sanford, you know, filling out his prescriptions, just working away there, mixing drugs. Counting up, pills. And he's like, yo, Joseph, what's up? And Joseph says, it's no matter. It will all be all right by and by. And okay. like, boom, the light bulb goes off in Sanford's head and he's inspired. And he's like, Hold on a second. And he runs over to his desk and he just starts <laughs> writing. And it says the words came instantly. Two more customers enter the drugstore. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. 
Yeah, and they're like looking at shaving cream and stuff like that. I don't the know. stuff you get at the apothecary. The stuff you get at the apothecary. Right, okay. Bat wings, I don't know. <laughs> and so he's like, they're like, you know, shopping a little bit. And uh, Sanford just doesn't even like... You know, doesn't even welcome to Moe's. He doesn't do anything. No, what? Yeah, nothing. He's, he's just like zone. he's in the zone and yeah. he's writing, right? <laughs> and so he's they they kind of walk over to the stove. I guess there are stoves there, and Joseph's mm-hmm. standing there, and they visit with him, and they're like all kind of talking and this and that. And finally, Sanford pops up and he walks over them, and he's like hands a piece of paper to them, and they're like, you know, Joe's. Joe's looking at it, and the friends are probably looking over his shoulder at it. And what is this? Sanford says, "Here's your prescription, Joe. I hope it works." And so, <laughs> Joe takes the thing and he reads, "There's a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar. For the Father mm-hmm. waits over the way to prepare a dwelling place there." And there it is in the sweet by and by, yada yada, right? And instantly, Joseph is like, "Bing!" And a tune pops <laughs> in his head. What? Yes. And so it's like dominoes falling. He, he's, he gets out a piece of paper and maybe the same paper and writes down <laughs> some notes, right? Okay. Then picks up a fiddle, which, just which he had nearby. He, he, he yeah. was in the instrument aisle of the apothecary and that's grabs perfect. one of the fiddles. That's, yep, yep. That's what I go to get at the get apothecary. Them. Yep. And mm-hmm. plays a melody a couple times. And then he says to the other guys, he goes, Hey, gentlemen, we make a fine male quartet. Let's try the new song and see how it sounds. And so. They just like, they just go for it. They just belt it out, and there it was, sung by the first for the first time, right? And then, ding ling ling, another customer walks <laughs> in the store. That bell just keeps getting better. Oh yeah, yeah. The, another customer, R.R. <laughs> Crosby, walks into the store and he says, "Gentlemen, I've never heard that song before, but it is immortal." Mm. In sing. Holy cow, I feel like I was just in one of those like 1950s radio dramatizations. Uh-huh. I felt like uh-huh. I was there. I forgot to do the like clip clop, clip clop. I know. With the we, shoes, people walking it in. It was a but, lot of you know, pressure. Yeah, it was. I, and I was like winging that. So. That was, yeah. That's pretty nice performance. It was basically like that was me doing meta of yes. Sweet By and By right there. And so that's how it happened. They were just a dude, sad. Sad dude. At the pharmacy. The pharmacist is like, can give you drugs or I can give you something better. Jesus. A, a, a Jesus. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think we have a Sunday school teacher in the house. <laughs> we know. She knows what's up. <clears throat> and then he's like, hey, that does make me feel better. And I'm going to put some notes to this little ditty you wrote down. And boom, like a song was written in less than 30 minutes in a drugstore. And then a dude's like, fetch me that fiddle. Yes. We yeah. need to play it now. Yes. And then another customer comes in and is like, makes the first five-star Yelp review for that song. <laughs> that I mean, it's so cool. I mean, that's like, that's a pretty cool story right there. Yeah, like, this is uh, 1868, so... Okay. Sanford Bennett and Joseph Webster. Okay. So Joseph Webster, he was the tortured artist. Composer. Yep. And Sanford, he was the the poet slash pill maker. Pill maker poet. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was his third album. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was his best work, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. This is in the the golden years, as we've talked about, right? Boom. The late 1800s. That's where all the best hymns come from. Yep. That's amazing. So what is exactly an apothecary? Is it just a pharmacy? I think it's a pharmacy, but it was like, I think a a modern day pharmacy is just like, here's the pills you get. Yeah. The apothecary, they're like, okay, I need to crunch up some of this and crunch up some of this in my mortar and pestle and load the little pills and form them and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, they were actually doing the work. It was like the whole pharmaceutical 
hierarchy in one space. Yeah. Yeah. Like the straight from production to yep. consumption mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Maybe part general store. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, fiddles. I, they got well, fiddles. The fiddles yeah. yeah. They yeah. keep their fiddles there. Yeah. It's a good place to get yeah. them. So that's, that's it. I mean, it's, there's so, not a lot of story to it when it was, the story is 30 minutes long in real time. But you know, the, the what I think is, I'm like, am I kind of a failure? Because I've never been hanging out with my friends and thought, let's just compose, uh, as you said, an immortal hymn right I don't the think they were thinking that in the okay. moment. It, I mean, it just happened, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be at like a family picnic throwing the football and that's when it happens. I mean, you don't, right. you don't get to pick when the time the of the place. When the spirit moves. Yeah. Spirit moves. Yeah. yeah. You just... You can't yeah. put an expiration date no. on that. You just nope. it just happens. No. Yeah, you know, I think that that's happens. how Chris Tomlin writes all his songs mm-hmm. in drugstores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. Austin, Texas drugstores. Well, and you got to make sure they have fiddles on hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I only go to apothecaries that yes. carry fiddles with just, bell, just bells on the doors. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, broken <laughs> broken bells. Broken. Broken? It got. Fi- I mean, at the beginning, it sounded <laughs> like it was a little broken. Oh, but then yeah. by the third it got, customer, yeah. it got uh-huh. it got better. Better. It, it better must have been off. You know how the bells can sort of get yeah. off, and they're not. I think that's what happened. Totes, man. So, so Brian, did you, is there any criticism that you've ever unearthed about this lovely hymn? I, I no. Like, I mean, how could there be? I mean. You know, there could be. Oh, have you unearthed criticism about the sweet by and by? I mean, what? I've. Are you on the dark web? <laughs> I'm not on the dark web. Uh, so I, I have heard rumblings. Is it too sentimental as well? You know, these, the, maybe, I don't know. I don't think so, personally. Okay, you know, I'm okay. loving, I love this hymn. Um, I've heard some people that say, you know, hymns that are about like this this future glory uh-huh. without, you know, being grounded in the present reality right. is too like, you know, disconnected. Mm. You know, like, it's okay if everything's terrible now because everything's going to be great later. And so we can just let everything be terrible now and not get involved. I suppose. I mean, the guy that it was written for was literally going through depression. So I I think that criticism has no weight. I mean, personally, I think so as well. I'm just trying to speak for all the listeners who might be out there. Like, I hate that song. Yeah. yeah. It's too peppy. I think too, Mike, just, you know, because of your vocation, you hear a lot of criticism about Oh, that's true. <laughs> Mike that's is the collector point. of the criticism. Ah, yes, so if there's criticism yeah. somewhere about a song, he knows about it. That's yeah. probably true. That's yeah. probably true. If you ever want to just hear some songs get talked down upon, yeah. just go ask any worship leader and they'll uh-huh. be able to tell you all about it. And they'll be like, here's my email password. Go ahead. Help yourself. <laughs> just look through all the comments uh-huh, and feedback. Uh-huh. And there's not like a lot of theology in this song. I'm not saying they're, that's wrong. I'm just mm-hmm. saying I a mean, lot of hymns are really like, I see the word of... father and spirit and stuff. I mean. <laughs> yes, it is about God. You're right. I'm not criticizing it. I'm just pointing right. out that uh, okay. if people feel like hymns need to be full of theology mm-hmm. and focused, then like there's teaching. not a lot. Yeah, there's right. not a lot. I feel like but that could be a subcategory of hymns, but should not necessarily be yeah, the entire sure. point of hymns. Yeah, totally. this is the hymn that you sing like. After your church potluck, you know, you're just like that maybe down at the river shipping. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Do people do that? I don't know. I heard that I've, that's happened. I've heard yeah. cool people do it. Yeah, yeah. So bring I think, your own side dish. <laughs> yes, because the weak carry the st- the strong carry the weak. Uh huh. That's right. And when it comes to potlucks, the strong side dish makers carry the weak. Ones. Yes, the ones you that can't... go to the ones that go to Payless and just buy a bag of chips and call very... that their side dish. Well, I feel very strongly about fellowship dinners where it's like everybody brings their own food uh-huh. and you just sit and eat together. I mean, I realize in times of 
pandemic, you, yeah. but in general, right. uh, what that means is like my kid is just complaining about the food that I brought because uh-huh. everyone else has better food. Yep. So you mm-hmm. have potlucks where everybody brings something and then the strong And then my kids can just go eat all the cookies the and, the, yes. and the chips and not any if, vegetables. If you're having yep. a rough morning and like a bag of chips is what you're bringing, then and that's okay. Somebody's, okay. Somebody else's kid is going to love those chips. Right. Yep. Somebody's homemade apple pie is going to Sit and languish because no. it was not what they, somebody else wanted. I want your apple pie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sold. You make some good food. So I try. Yeah. I try. Um, yeah. Actually, that's a, a, my dad uh, came to faith a little later in life, and one of his first church potlucks, he said uh, he brought a ha- like an open and half-eaten bag of chips, because they were like, oh, yeah, you just bring food, and we yeah. have a dip. And so he brought it, and then like you know people bring their casseroles right. and their 100-year-old apple pie recipes, right, right. and he felt so ashamed. I've been and- working on this for the last five days. <laughs> yes. First, I had to marinate the apples in a brandy that I uh, <laughs> brought over from England when I was back there. And- <laughs> yeah, and so he felt like super like down, like, oh, man, like this, I'm ashamed. But people like welcomed him in, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, dude, whatever you brought is great. We're glad to have you here. And like that, to me, is a a great image of like this fellowship we that we'll get to enjoy and, and we do get to enjoy i think in in, in uh, church context by and by. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly in in the hymn it's a great picture of i think what we can look forward to sweet so should we just keep singing about sing this? it out let's sing yeah. it out okay we shall sing on that beautiful shore the melodious songs of the blessed and our spirit shall sorrow no more, not a sigh for a blessing of rest. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. To our bountiful Father above, God, thank you for the fellowship with you that we get to enjoy uh, this day and every day. God, we look forward to the the day when we will be with you and united with all the saints, praising your name uh, for all eternity. God, we pray that um, we would be following your call um, to be creating environments like that here on earth as we love others the way that you love us. Um, We love you, Lord. We thank you for all the gifts you've given us. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.